Roll for Romance is a podcast featuring five friends thirsty for D20. Welcome to Roll for Romance. I'm your DM, Emily, and with me I have four amorous, sexy, and incredible adventurers. I today would like to know about your first kiss. Miles slash Lauren, tell us about... Well, Lauren, tell us about Miles' first kiss. You don't need to tell us about your first kiss. I don't need to hear about it. <laughs> it's a little too personal. All right, Miles. So a little bit of setup for him... Uh, you know how, like, when you're really, really little, you would play house where you just, like, pretend to marry some other kid? Miles did that, and he was playing house with this lady and, like, two other men, because that's the way. Two other little boys, not men. That's, that's, oh, gosh. That's, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> two all the same age. Yeah. And children. That's what we I like to hear. I stress that part enough. He did not grow up with a parents or family, and so, like, when it got to the point where the girl is like, we're all married. Now we have to kiss to make it official. He didn't really know what a kiss was, but what he did know what puppy kisses were. So he went to kiss her and she's all puckered up. And then he just kind of like licked her face and drooled on her a lot because he thought that's what a kiss was. And so he still counts that as his first kiss. Gross. Gross. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Yeah. And it wasn't with two grown men watching. No. <laughs> yeah. No. No. no, no. no. <laughs> Sarah, let's talk about Lanny's first kiss. Lanny's first kiss was with his best friend, who oh. really is a princess, but they were only four. Oh. So it was very innocent. What about Hilrana? My first kiss was so wonderful we were in the forest the light was just perfect coming through the trees and there was birds singing and we heard a storm approaching and I pretended to be scared and I cuddled up next to him and then what what was their name I don't I don't remember their name that's strange but it was wonderful that is weird Hilrana Hmm. 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 Uh. Holly, why don't you tell us about Ferris's first kiss? Ferris's first kiss took a whole lot of engineering. Um, I was a little dwarven boy in my village. So at that point, I had hit my growth spurt. So I'm good and almost six foot tall. And he was probably four two. But it took a lot of engineering for me to be able to bend down and pick so many things up that he finally noticed what was at our level. Anyway, one afternoon, we're walking home from the village market and thank all the gods and goddesses, a rainstorm finally started. So I convinced him to run into our neighbor's barn. There was nothing much else to do but, but stand there close together for warmth. Of course, I eventually had to bend way down, but our lips met 
and lightning struck at that exact moment. <gasps> and he was killed. <laughs> he was killed <laughs> by the fire of my desire, yes, ma'am. <laughs> anyway, I heard he's married now with a little wife and little children, so good for him. Aww. I bet he still thinks about that kiss, though. Well, he better quick spice warning for this intro scene. It gets pretty hot, so if you don't like things that are quite as explicit, just go ahead and skip forward a little bit, and that will get you back into the normal part of the adventure. Otherwise, please enjoy. Sparkling emerald eyes lock on me from across the room. Odd. She's not the usual type to look into my dark corner. Not sure what to make of her. Green skin. Vine-like hair and strange bark clothing. Like a manifestation of nature itself. Perhaps a delicate flower looking to bloom under a tender lover's touch. (laughs) She could find someone here much better suited for that task. But she approaches nonetheless, and I stand to greet her, waiting to hear her request. An unexpected wave of strong, grounded energy radiates off of her. Hmm. Not a shrinking violet after all. I lead her to my chambers and tell her the safe word, moonlight, then ask the question that hangs between us. How do you want me? She smiles mischievously and tells me to undress. I obey. Excitement begins to course through me as I stand naked before her feeling the heat of her gaze. A tense moment passes, and I see a brief flash of hesitation cross her face. I open my mouth to reassure her, but stop, as her expression shifts to one of desire. She pushes me back onto the bed, her bark clothing melding into her skin, and her supple form is revealed. Vines shoot out from her hands, tying me to the posts of the bed, and I feel a sting as one lashes across my cheek. She stands before me, a force of nature, and I am in awe. My vision is consumed by her as she moves astride me, and I begin to worship her like the goddess she is. Last time you all were at the brothel, and then we ended with you having that drink and then passing out and finding yourselves in a cold dark cell with just a little window on the door i know yeah there was the a little bit of a light down the hallway and then somebody walking towards you and i think you saw that it was a hooded figure and they had a knife in their hands yes so that is where Mm -hmm. we left off the figure walks into the room and holds the knife out towards you for a moment but they come towards you and actually end up cutting the ropes that are on your wrists and they don't really say anything. You can't see their face. They have a black mask on underneath their hood. And they stand there for a moment and move out of the way of the door and then just stand there and look at you expectantly. Um, are we free to go? They look at you and just look towards the door. All right. Well, uh, it's uh, this has been an interesting experience, and I think maybe I'm going to go. I'm right behind yeah, you. Yeah, let's go. I'm a little disappointed, but I guess I'll follow you guys. 
Unless, unless you got some other ideas, strange hooded man. They look at you and shake their head a little bit when you talk about leaving, like leaving and completely leaving. And when you say something about like having more plans, they nod. All right. This evening just got interesting. <laughs> and then again, they, they look towards the door again. And if you guys you want, you can make a perception check to see if you can see what's out in the hallway. Yes, we can perceive all over that hallway. Oh, yeah. The hallway's never been perceived like this before. I got an 11, so I can see a hallway. Yeah, it's pretty dark, so it's it's hard to see. 14 for Ferris. 14. I got a nap 20. Nat 20. Oh, oh, my God. Shit. Oh, wow. Mele saw something. I am super perceptive, which is odd, because I'm usually not. Mele's and Hilvrata's senses are heightened by this scenario for some reason and you can see that just in the very corner down the hallway you don't see the bodies themselves but you see the shadows projected on from the torchlight onto the the stone wall that there are three other figures that look like they're probably standing further down the hallway just waiting Hilrana knows exactly why her senses are heightened oh <laughs> I'm still thinking, thinking about that drow is this the only door out this is the only door out of the cell that you guys were in. It was just a very plain cell with a wooden door and a, a, just a wooden bench that you were sitting on. Um, you also all notice, no perception check needed, that you are not wearing your clothes. You are not completely nude, yet, unless you weren't wearing underwear, in which case you are completely nude. Oh, no, Miles. Uh is completely nude. <laughs> <laughs> but if you were wearing underwear, you still have your underwear. Oh, that's nice. No, let's make... He's all nude. Okay. So, Melee's is nude. Ferris is nude. Mm-hmm. Hilrana doesn't really have clothes, so, Hilrana, you could hypothetically still... You could probably still have your clothes on. Not hypothetically. I'm nude. Okay, so you're just nude because you're into I saw it. everyone else was yeah, nude. Th- those like, are the vibes yeah. that are happening. And not clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> so you, see, you look around, you see that Melee's and Ferris next to you are I nude, am... and then you quickly shift your, yeah. your clothing away. I am clear, <laughs> clearly overdressed for this event. Yes. <laughs> Join us. And Lanny, are you wearing underwear? Yeah, are Lanny's you wearing nude? a corset and okay. underwear. Yeah, yeah. What you want to infer into that is up to you as to oh. why you are not wearing clothing. It's a normal Saturday night. Okay, yeah. Miles is going to lead the way out and try to be cautious about it. Yeah, I definitely. Think he's going to try to like sneak up on the people. I don't know. Are we getting a vibe that it's like yeah, what's the vibe? Danger? Vibe Ooh, vibe check. Vibe you all check. can make check, insight checks if you would like to. Uh, I got a four. Okay. Nat 20. Oh my god. Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> what is the vibe, Harana? What did everybody else get? Eight. Three. Okay. I want you guys to pretend that you don't hear this. Okay. The ones well, that well, didn't well, have well. it, but I can't really whisper because it's a podcast. Anyway, so for the majority of you, this is super sketchy and weird. And even for you, Hilrana, it's sketchy and weird. Uh, however, you are able to sense and remember back that like they had you sign something. They said that they weren't going to actually hurt you. You consented to doing something. They didn't tell you exactly what it was, but that like you don't get the sense that these people are going to physically harm you unless you asked for it. But most likely it seems like there's some kind of uh, I'm trying to think of the right way to put it. They're putting you through a scenario or some kind of perhaps test is the best you can for the natural 20. That's what but you I just, kind I know of know that I'm not, that you it's get. not going to be harmful, but 
I don't know what to expect. You get, yeah, you get the vibe that they're not going to murder you or torture you or anything like that. Cool. But everybody else does not get that vibe. And I would say gets a very unclear, uncomfortable vibe. Yeah. I think from that, that Melees will try to approach the, like, lead people and protectively, kind of like defensively. And try to approach the three shadows without them realizing it, so he could possibly grapple one or something. Meanwhile, Hilrana is strutting <laughs> right up the yes. middle of the hallway. Miles, can you describe for me what like your defensive stance is as you as you head out into Please the hallway do. in the nude? <laughs> I just imagine him like walking like on the the pads of his foot trying to be really quiet and slow and methodical and then Hilrana just like stretched right past him yes. in a normal yes. like up against a wall in the shadows yes. yeah yeah I would say go ahead just make a stealth check for me Neelys <laughs> even though someone is watching you as you do this he's watching this big muscly naked man try to sneak so go for it do, 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 uh, do, an do. 11 that's still impressive it's not bad like you you have a feeling I don't that, have any armor on yeah you don't have any armor on so it makes you a little bit quieter and you're, you're fairly nimble you're doing a good job of sneaking you can use Hilron a little bit as a distraction but it is obvious that you are walking down this hallway the person that had opened up the door is just standing there looking at you and then yeah. the other three which you see now further down the hallway are all were just standing looking directly towards the door and just also just standing there waiting for you and they don't like make a comment or anything they just kind of watch you as you try to sneak but and then Hilrana walks up I like glance at Miles on the way up like what are you doing <laughs> what are he Lanny- gives her a look like what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are Ferris and Lanny doing Ferris is 100% neutral okay she has been passed out she feels okay and they're not making a move and Frankly, being naked is not that big of a surprise for her. You know, sometimes you just wake up naked. Sometimes she just happens to Ferris. Most of the times, that's what was her plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lanny is freaking out. Yeah. She does not know what to... She's not used to this kind of thing. It's her first time in a dungeon. First time in a dungeon. Yeah, okay, she's yeah. a dungeon virgin. Like if they had a paper bag, they'd be like blowing into it. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "So, what is it that you want? If we're not allowed to leave, I will say, Lanny, that you are the last person out of the cell, and the one that was standing waiting will just hold a hand out to you, as if like to put you to like put your hand in theirs, or just to guide you somewhere. Um, oh, okay, uh, I put my hand in their hand very like gingerly yeah they just start to walk forward and as you got to the front uh, one will offer their hand to you Hilrana and I don't know if you want to take it or not yes I will take their hand okay they nod at you the one as you're sneaking up Miles will just tap you on the shoulder a little bit and hold their hand out to you he slaps their hand away (laughs) (laughs) they wince a little bit and then just look at you and then hold their hand out again he slaps it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, they can roll an attack for me. I'm going to see if they can grab your hand anyway. 
It's like oh, one of those. Man. It's like, like the slap game yeah, that you played game. as kids. Yeah. And they grab yeah. your hand. <laughs> Let's, I want to see if they can do that. Oh my god, Sarah, look at this. I don't know if you can see. I can't read it from here. It's a 20. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god. All right. You go to slap their hand in again, and they grab your hand, and it's very firm. It's not like crushing your fingers or anything, but they hold your hand very firmly and then just nod at you and look at you like, do you want to do that again, or are we just going to go? And Ferris, um, the third one, will also yeah. hold their hand out to you. And of course, you can do something, Melees. I was just saying that, that also yeah, happens yeah. for you, Ferris. I think Ferris would just kind of look them up and down and then pointedly look at their arm like, why aren't you offering me your arm instead of your hand? Oh, yeah, sure. They'll they'll instead offer the arm. There you go. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. Melee's is appalled by everyone's, like, just like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let me take your offered hand. He's like, what? Why are we naked? What is this place? Where, where do you want to take us? There's a lot of questions here. There's not many answers. The one that's near you, you don't really see very much expression from them because they are having, the, they have this big hood and mask and it's very dark in here they shake their head a little bit and then look pointedly down the corridor as one of them is walking Hilrana down in that direction and they start to lead everybody else down that way and they pull a little bit at you to follow but they don't seem like they're going to give you any information great he will follow just because he doesn't want to get separated from the group he's not happy about it yeah so is everybody going yes Awesome. So you are all led down a narrow corridor. You, there, It's occasionally lit by these torches on the stone walls. It winds through a little bit, but you don't go super far. And then two of them release your hands in the front and then open these double doors into a completely black, dark chamber. There's no light in here. It almost looks like it's magically dark. So the torchlight coming in doesn't really reflect anything in there. So like even us, the characters with dark vision yes, can't exactly, see? exactly, yeah. Okay. So you can't make out anything that is in here. And they will then retake your hands and lead you. And you all will feel that you are placed gently against a stone wall. You're standing there for a moment and you feel a bit of like tingle of magic of some sort along your spine and then you feel manacles coming out and wrapping around your wrists and ankles as you are against the wall. Did we somehow end up in a squid game? You're in a squid game. Uh, yeah, no. you're in a squid game. Yeah, you uh, thought this was a romance podcast. You were wrong. You've been squid gamed. <laughs> You've been squid gamed. Uh, it's time for red light, green light. Um, That's going to be hard to a <laughs> Really hard. <laughs> or easy. Or easy. You can't move when you're doing that. So is there anything anyone would like to do as they feel these chains going around their wrists and ankles? Can I do another insight check just to make sure, like, this? do I still yeah, feel sure. cool with this? Is it- I am yelling. What is this? <laughs> what are you doing? You don't, you don't get a response. Melee's is yelping just because his, his member is is now probably smushed directly on a cold stone wall and it's cold oh that's that's actually a good point Melee's to bring up because I wasn't clear it's your butts that are against the walls oh it's butt butts and butt backs first. against okay. the walls not front of bodies against the walls I got an 18 18 this is weird you're feeling a little less sure but you you still don't get the sense that they want to actively hurt you Ferris is going to press your body closer to the wall 
Okay. In a to sexy feel way? More. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her back against the wall and oh, yeah. chest out. Like, oh, these. <laughs> <laughs> against the chains. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. These cold, slightly damp stone. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So after you are pushed up against the wall and manacled, can you, you... say that sexier, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> after you are pushed up against the wall and manacled, yes. Thank you. Are they fur manacles? Yeah, they're they're lined with fur and then for <laughs> your comfort. Right. Um for your comfort. Oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is it hands and ankle? Or I mean wrist and ankles or just wrist? It's your wrists and your ankles. So four points of you are attached to the wall. Is it pretty taut? No, it's pretty loose. Okay, so there's some movement to like move your yeah. arms and stuff and okay. Yeah, like you don't have to have your hands above your head or or like pinned back in an uncomfortable way. It's just holding you there so that if you tried to move away like more than a foot, you couldn't go anywhere. Any other questions about your manacled situation? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely trying to figure out if I can like wiggle my hand out or something. I'm like, sure. fuck this uh, shit. Make a, make a slight of hand check for me. All right. Got a 15. Uh, Lanny, I think that you get the sense because they, they do have this softer lining to them that with a little bit of time, you could probably get your wrist out. Right. Like it's not so tight that it's impossible. It's not coming out immediately though. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just wiggling. But you could keep trying to wiggle. Not in a sexy way, in a panic way. Not, oh, please not let sexy me panic. out. <laughs> That's what Ferris that is, is doing. What, yeah. Ferris is making all kinds of, of, of a show. I know Ferris yes. is just... Standing there. So I wanted to make sure everything was shackled and manacled. (laughs) Unfortunately, nobody can see this because we're in magical darkness. Yeah. I think Hilrana also feels confident because she assumes she could just wild shape into a snake. Hilrana, that's an excellent question. Do you need to be able to use your hands to wild shape or or is it just a, a verbal component? I should know that. You should. God. I'm the worst. Worst DM ever. Podcast canceled. Everybody go home. <laughs> Everybody go home. No more sexy manacling or scary manacling to the walls. And we're going to replace this podcast with one that's a discussion entirely of frog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, frog, frog erotica. Uh, frog erotica. Frog erotica. <laughs> I don't think I need to use my hands. Okay. It's, a, it's an action and not a spell. Yes. So you could definitely, you, you're pretty confident that you could get out of this no problem. So I'm just going with it. Real quick, can Melee's try to brute force his way out of, like, one of the manacles? But yes, please make a strength check for me, uh, Melee's. Aw, nine. You, they're pretty strong, and they seem like they're bolted really well into the wall itself. So it would either have to be... You wouldn't be able to rip the manacles off of the walls. You might be able to brute force your way, like, getting one of your hands or ankles out of the shackle itself, but... At this moment, you're not able to hulk your way out of them. But you could keep trying. It just doesn't seem very likely at the moment. After about two or three minutes pass, torches blaze to life suddenly in the room, illuminating a large stone chamber. The wall across from you is lined with all manner of restraints, whips, and paddles. From behind a set of blood-red drapes come two people dressed in loose red robes and red veils obscuring their faces. One of them is a taller, bulky humanoid, and the other one is a halfling-sized person. 
almost immediately after they walk out from behind the curtains and this these lights blaze up, the taller, bulk, bulkier one you see grabbing the wrist of the smaller one and pulling them back behind the curtains. And they say, oh, goddess. And then you start to hear them having some kind of argument behind the curtain. I want to see if I can make out what they're saying. Yeah, sure. Sure, everybody want to listen in? Yes. Okay, make a perception check for me. These <laughs> hushed whispers. No, I got four. <laughs> 17. All of Hilrona's senses are still high. 12. 12. Miles. Oh, he's not listening. He saw the instruments and then is trying to, like, brute force his way. He's so. like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're gonna, they're gonna paddle me. I mean, they look like torture instruments to him. He oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I would say, just real quick side note, Ferris, no role needed. I don't know about Hilrana. I don't know what Hilrana's known about in her life. Doesn't know either. Uh, so, <laughs> Hilrana, you're not sure, but you just have this sense. Lanny, I don't know if you would know what a sex dungeon is. No. Okay. So, everybody except for Ferris is like... What the fuck? They're going to torture us. Yeah. Except for you, Hilrana, who's pretty confident that that's not what's going to happen. But Ferris, you're like, this is a fucking sex touch. <laughs> like, and she's delighted yeah, to be there. You, it makes sense to you now a little bit more because you're in the basement, of what you assume the basement of this brothel is. And yeah. the wall, the in- implements on the walls do not look like they're like legit torture items. They look more like they're for BDSM type of stuff. Well, I will say that Ferris is probably calculating her chances of dominating those two if they're yelping and leaping behind a curtain. (laughs) Nice. Mm, Okay. That is bottom energy. Um, Yeah, it really is. And the people who are listening, I would say Ferris and Hilrana can hear what they're saying. One of the voices, you assume the one one that pulled the other one behind the curtain says, was this necessary? What? What? Why? Why are they naked? Why are they not wearing any clothes? Why are they chained up? What are you doing? Why? What? What is going on? And the other one is like, calm down. I needed to make sure that they didn't have anything on them. Just chill the fuck out. We need to ask them some questions. So please just keep it together. Stop getting in my way. And the other one's like, she's going to be so mad at us. She's going to be so mad and it's going to be your fault. These people, they don't they don't know anything. They don't know why they're here. Why do you have the manacle to a wall? And the other one's like, if you stop, if you keep undermining me, I'm going to kick you out and then you're never going to get to do anything like this ever again. And he's like, fine, but I'm telling her that it was this was your idea if this goes wrong. I'm saying this more clearly than you than it is. It's more of like a really tense, harsh whisper between them. But they are arguing about whether or not they should be doing this, essentially. Hilrana's very sad they didn't kiss at the end. <laughs> <laughs> you hear this the sound of kissing. No, so much tension. After that finishes, you see the halfling-sized person come out from behind the curtain again, the large humanoid man behind them. Again, they have these veils over their faces that are are opaque, so you can't really see any of their features, and the robes are very loose. The humanoid man comes forward, and he says, Hi. 
Hi. Um, Jesus. Hi. This is not sexy. I am sorry, already annoyed. Sorry about this. I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, we're just, we wanted to ask you some questions if that's okay with you. Oh, wow. I hope those aren't uncomfortable. And he sees Mila's like pulling against them. And he's like, we'll, we'll let you out at some point. I, you don't have, please, sir, you don't have to do that. And the woman's like, shut up. What is wrong with you? Hi. We need to ask you some questions. If you cooperate, you'll get to go and we'll give you any information that you want. Otherwise, things aren't going to go well for you. Do you promise? Uh, Miles is going to stop trying to brute force and then he's going to give them his most glaring, intimidating look. And he's going to say, jailers, I don't know what you're looking for. But you need to let my friends go. You can torture me all you want, but not my friends. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Melees! Okay, make a intimidation hold, check. Have all the fun to yourself, Melees. <laughs> Don't be greedy. Ferris is trying hard not to bust out laughing because that's so precious, Melees. But go, you can make your intimidation check for me, Melees. Yeah, I got a 13. <laughs> this is apt. The guy's like, Oh, sir, I am I am so sorry. If this was a misunderstanding, I, we're not going to tor- torture you. We're not going to hurt your friends. And the other woman just looks at him and is like, if you say one more thing, I'm going to make you leave. Now shut up. And she looks at you and she says, we're going to do what we need to do, sir. You need to calm down and answer our questions. And everything will be fine for you and your friends. You'll never get anything from me. Great. All right. Well, how about the rest of you then? I am really into this good cop, bad cop energy you guys are doing now. Guys, like, oh, is it working? Uh, see, I told I'm doing a great job. Then, and he looks at looks over towards the shorter woman, and she just. <sighs> I'm still trying to wiggle my hands out, and I am barely acknowledging them. Okay. Like I'm just like. I don't know what's going on with you guys, but I, I'm not participating. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> make another uh, sleight of hand check for me. Okay. And I will make a perception check for them to see if they notice. I got a 25. Whoa. So you are able to slip one of your hands out in this commotion where these two people are being a bit distracting. All right, I'm going pre- to hold don't on notice. to the manacle so that... Like it okay. looks like I'm still sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you've able, you were able to get one hand mm-hmm. free from the manacle. Yes. So they continue to argue a little bit. And then the woman says, listen, we're going to ask you some questions. I'm not going to hurt you. Fine. We're not going to hurt you. Just please. We need you to answer these questions. You agreed to be down here and we agreed not to harm you. So please, if you could answer these questions, it'll be great for everyone involved. Paris, maybe this could actually be fun. This is like a new kind of torture. The best kind. Just answering questions. Yeah, if that's how you want to look at it, it's tr- we're torturing you. You keep talking about questions. What do you want us to answer? I was just trying to set the parameters to let you know that we're going to ask you some questions. If you answer them truthfully, everything will be great. And if you don't, then what are you going to do? Do we get a prize? Yeah, you get a prize. He's like, you didn't tell me anything about a prize. What are you talking about? And she's like, ah! And she she goes and storms out behind the curtain for a minute, and you hear her just cursing behind there. And the guy's like, hey, sorry about that. Um, fun thing. It's like, we're going to ask you these questions. 
It's going to be totally chill. If you answer them, that's great. If the answers are good, we can give you answers to a lot of things that you're probably curious about. If they're not so good, then we'll probably just, you know, modify your memories and send you on your way and you won't ever remember this and everything will be great. Sound good? No. The woman comes storming back out and she's like, you get back there. Why did you tell them about that? What is wrong with you? Ah, I just cannot deal with you. And he, he's like, fine, fine, I'm fine. sorry I'm to done. do this, but can I speak to a manager? Our manager will be here in a little while. We're supposed to get the answers first. Well, please do your jobs and ask the questions because I'm getting very bored. Okay, great. Wonderful. He can tell that you're answering these truthfully or not. So like, please don't lie. Save us all a lot of time. I don't really want to be down here in this kinky dungeon with you. I don't. Oh, you're complaining. Let's just let's just ask these questions, okay? So first off, easy one. What is your name? And why are you here in Mirador? You go first, Tiefling. Well, my name is Ferris, and I'm here for business and pleasure. What kind of business? I'm a fortune teller, though I didn't see this coming. Then you must not be very good at your job. Okay, you. Tree Lady. Ooh. I am Hilrana Drama, and I'm here to, why am I here? To visit my dad. Who's your dad? Greg the Gregarious, you may have heard of him. You, could you please stop trying to get out of those, sir? You're not going to break them, looking at me, Lise. I abjure you and whatever dark servant <laughs> you were working for, and he's going to cast abjure enemy. What? <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. How does abjure? What are the components for abjure? Let me look. I'll I just look it up. I think it might be just verbal. So abjure enemy is not a spell. Okay. It's part of channel divinity. Okay. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a spell. So yes. Go ahead. So abjure enemy. Do they have to make a save, Miles? The creature must make a wisdom saving throw unless it is immune to being frightened. Okay. Uh, fiends and undead have disadvantage on a failed save. The creature is frightened for one minute. While frightened, the creature's speed is zero and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Uh, she fails. So she is now scared, but she can't move anywhere. So she's just looking at you and she starts shaking a little bit as she's asking this question. And you say that, Miles. I'm under my God's protection. The guy steps forward and he's like, I I'll, I'll ask them. And she's just standing there looking at you, terrified, Miles. I, I trust that your god is quite wonderful and uh, we in no means want to do anything to harm you or your god or or anything. It would just be really great if you could answer your question, but I guess that is sort of an answer. You're a divine warrior of some sort. Anyway, you, uh, elf woman, mm. elf person. No, I'm, I'm not answering your questions. Great. This is going really great. She's going to be really pleased with this. All right, going back to the top. He looks over at you, Ferris. Why were you at the royal wedding? Who is she? Oh, our leader. Who Hold is? on. If, if you don't know who we are, how do you know that we were at the royal wedding? I mean, I, I know who you are. I, it was just kind of like a baseline question. You know, like, you're trying to tell if somebody's telling the truth. And I can tell the truth, but I just wanted to, like, build a rapport with you all. Uh, oh, could you honey. please just answer these questions guys it's like it's, uh, it's well first let me just say this don't bring people to the fun room if you're not gonna be any fun I mean, well, like, seriously, what, what, what could I do to help you make, the, make this more fun for you well first of all 
Get rid of the halfling. She's a drag. She's just still shaking there looking at Melee's. <laughs> Second of all, tell us, just tell us who you're working for and what they want and we'll give it to you. Oh, I know. I know. I really wish that I could. The problem is that we need to know what your motivation is before we can give you that information or not. Is this all because we drank that little drink? I mean, you consented to be down here, but that was kind of a ruse for the actual purpose that we needed to do. Well, let me tell you this. Why don't you just release me from these manacles? And then let's pick out something on that wall. And then I'll tell you anything you want to know, sugar. If you use it right. He's make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a very hard time looking at you because he doesn't want to look at the fact you're naked. Natural 20. Oh, shit. Choose um, your weapon, bitch. He's like, you don't have to do this, Ferris. You do not have to consent oh, to the torture I'm that they're about to bring upon us. <laughs> you, Oh, me, <laughs> But I want to. <laughs> I, um, you, this is I'm good. so proud of you, but you don't have to do it. Let me take this. You don't have to give yourself up to it. Yeah, Stop Ferris. being selfish. <laughs> Let him take it, Ferris. He, the, the, the man looks at you. If you could see that he was bashful underneath his veil, you could read that a little bit off of his body language. But he's like, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I guess I can do that if that would help make you feel oh, better. I would be very motivated. Okay. And the other woman is just looking at him like, what are you doing? No, but she can't do anything. And so she's... Uh, That's he, right. He is unmanacling you. Oh, he, yeah, he does he a little wave and they magically just pop open. Oh, Ferris is just going to saunter right on over to that wall. And he just follows you. Which one do you want me to pick, sir? <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to expected. It never does. Okay. Um... <laughs> uh, mm, uh, Oh boy. Would you like me to pick, sir? Yeah, yeah, if you could pick, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, pick. You should pick it. Oh, 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 all right. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been a bad kitty. So, I think this little cat of nine tails, I need to feel its lash. <laughs> oh my God. He and then she's it. gonna bend over the table. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, so he picks up the cat of nine tails, and he's going to no. give you a, a smack right on on that butt with the oh. cat of nine tails. I'm gonna see if he's any good at this. As I don't think he, he does that. Vilays yells. Oh no, it's not bad. Do not, don't you dare mar her beautiful skin. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, now tell me why you were at the royal wedding. Oh, sir. Yes, sir. I was at the royal wedding because there was free food <laughs> and drinks. And plus, I was kind of hoping I could find somebody to make night special. Like you're making tonight <gasps> special. <laughs> sir, thank you, sir. Okay, so while just we'll come back to this. I just need to check in with what's going on. I don't know. We can stay we'll with this. Yeah, this is great. Oh, can we just stay here? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what's going to happen next. <laughs> how, just real quick, the, how do, how long does the abjure enemy last for? Oh God. Um, 
It's for one minute. Okay, so we still have a little bit of time. I'm trying to think if, if he would get into this or not. Um, Roll to see if this awakens something in yeah. him. Yeah, he did a good job. Yeah. Roll, is this his king? Uh, it might be. He goes ahead and he lashes out at you again, Ferris, and he oh. says, Why did you go to Lotharial Island? Oh, that was definitely hoping to get laid. D- did you? Well, a lady never tells. He hits but you again. <laughs> oh, Ferris will tell. Yes, I did. And it was the best night of my life so far. And then she'll look over her shoulder at me, Lisa, and give him a little. <laughs> so far. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let me look at my list of questions. <laughs> I feel like he said this in character. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm sorry, I just gotta check. He's got a clipboard. He's got a clipboard. Now, tell me, tell me, uh, do you serve a deity or a patron? Tell me or I'll hit you with this. Oh, no, that would be... It cracks it against the side of the thing. (laughs) Don't scare me, sir. (laughs) Do as I tell you. Oh, I always want to do what you tell me. I don't serve anyone but you right now. He's going to legitimately smack you this time, and he's going to be like, I know you're lying. Tell me who you serve. Ooh. Roll? Or- <laughs> yeah, roll. Melis, meanwhile, do you want to try to be, keep hulking out of your bondage? Yeah. Okay, yeah, ro- he's probably... Ro- roll another strength strike for me, and do you want to yeah, try to keep getting I'm, out? I'm still trying to wiggle my way out. Natural 20. Bring it on, daddy. Oh, shit. What did I have you roll? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, just uh, just use a natural twenty. Um, <laughs> Roll for masochism. Yeah, she's like, and so he's gonna keep trying to get you to tell him. You just not. I tell hope him? he's been working that arm out. Cause <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so you he continues to try to get you to tell him through mm-hmm. his persuasive ways. Meanwhile, uh, Milas, what did you get on your strength check? I got a nine. Okay. Everybody can do one more thing before the woman comes back to right. from the being frightened. So, Lanny, do you want to, what are you doing now that you have one of your hands free? I'm trying to get the other hand free. Okay. Um, I would say that you can make a sleight of hand with advantage. I got a 19. Yeah, that's enough that you can get the other wrist out. So now it's just your ankles that are being held, but you have your hands free. Nice. Hilrata, what are you doing? I am right now like that Michael Jackson picture of him eating popcorn. She like somehow conjured popcorn up from her, her, her body. It's corn, right? It's corn, yeah. It's a plant. And it's real hot down here. It is so real hot like, down yeah. here. So Ferris, do you do you give him any information or you just keep letting him wail away at you? So he's probably got a few good swats in. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes. So I think what she's would realize that he really doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, of course. So what he doesn't probably know about is sometimes people can do a thing called switch. Mm, so yes. Ferris thinks this is fun playtime. Don't bring me to the sex dungeon in a brothel if you don't want to play. So now it's Ferris's turn. 
Oh, shit. Okay. What do you do, Ferris? <laughs> and actually, Lanny, I know you have your hands free, so did you want to cast a spell or something? I'm kind of scoping it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, we'll give, like, you, we'll um, give you a chance. I was really freaking out because I thought that he was going to actually torture Ferris because I... I think I'm starting to get an yeah. inkling of what's going yes. on, given her reaction, but it's like not something I'm familiar with. That makes sense. And so now I'm just kind of waiting for okay. an opening. Waiting for an opening. Now I have a popcorn and a large soda. <laughs> <laughs> so Ferris is going to suddenly stand up, turn around, and grapple him. Okay. Or try to. Make an athletics check and it's going to be opposed against him. So it's going to be a 19. That's enough for this dude. So she is uh, grappling him. She's going to grab the back of his neck <gasps> and turn his body and push him down. So he's been over the table. Awesome. Okay. So when you do this, you also pull down like the veil that is over his head. He mm -hmm. still has a red mask over his face, but you can see that there's like sandy blonde hair underneath here that's about shoulder length. Steve. It's not, oh, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Steve, but it's not Steve. Um, <laughs> would be amazing if it was Steve. Holy shit. Steve, you didn't tell me you worked here. Um, the body type isn't Steve either, though. Uh, but yeah, you pull that down and you're holding him down. And what do you, what do, you do with him held down there? Well, I'm going to hold him down with my body weight and lick his ear. Mm. And I'm going to say, now it's mommy's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, it's your DM and pal Emily. I have a few announcements to go through before we get back into the action. I promise I'll make them quick though. First, Happy New Year! I hope that you have a fabulous 2022 filled with all the joy, romance, and spice that you desire. Our only resolution this year is to create even more romantic TTRPG content for you to enjoy. Speaking of which, over the holidays, I released two easy-to-learn and romance-focused tabletop role-playing games. The first is Kissmas Spirit, where you get to live out your dreams of being a walking holiday rom-com trope, and the other is Shot Through the Heart, a sexy spy game filled with danger, desire, and deception. Both games can be downloaded for free, and the link is in the show notes. If you happen to have a few dollars to throw my way, that would be amazing. Big thanks to Lex or at Titanomaki RPG on Twitter. I don't think I said that right, but you get the gist. For hosting the game jam that inspired me to make Shot Through the Heart. The game itself is based on Caltropcore, which is a system that Lex created and it's really cool. And they've just been such an inspiration for tons of people in the tabletop role playing community to go out and make games. And I'm super grateful for that. If you decide to play one of these games, let me know what you think. Hey you, are you listening to this on Spotify? If you are, can you do me a really quick favor and rate Roll for Romance? All you need to do is click or tap where it says follow and then tap or click where there's a star rating. It takes like 30 seconds max to do and is a huge way of supporting the show. So give us a rating and while you're at it, tweet us at at Roll for Romance about how good of a listener you are. Don't make me tie you up and punish you. Wait, no, a lot of you would probably be into that. So please, we would just love it if you could review, follow, you know, all that jazz. Anyway, that is it for now. Music credits and other info can be found in the episode notes. Let's get back to our amorous adventures. The woman comes back to 
and she's not frightened of you anymore, Miles. And she she looks around and she's like, "What are you doing?" And she races over to try to get you off of the man. Can I react? Yes, of course. I'm casting dissonant whispers on her. She needs to make a wisdom saving throw. That'd be a fifteen. Ah, she makes her saving throw. Okay, darn it. Yes, I think. Yeah, half damage. Okay, cool. Half of 13 is six. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. So she she winces. She grabs her head a little bit and just uh, shakes it off. Stop it. We're just trying to figure out if you're good or not. Or if you're, we're trying to figure out if we can give you information about what happened. If you wanted us to think that you're trustworthy, why have you gone through all this effort to look like villains? We didn't know if we could trust you. I thought it might work. I thought maybe if we seemed a little scary, we could get you to give us the information we needed and we wouldn't have to do any kind of weird magic or something. I don't like magic. I don't want to do that stuff. I just wanted you guys to give us some answers so that maybe we could give you answers. But, you know, instead, this is happening. And she looks over at you. Who? What are you currently doing to this man, Ferris? Well, I'm still licking his ear and okay. holding him down, but now I'm going to look super disappointed. And I'm going to say, oh, sweetie, you thought this was scary? <laughs> I mean, that one seemed like he was pretty upset. She looks over at Mealy's. Now I really want to talk to the manager because you guys are terrible at your job. <laughs> <laughs> this is just... The guy from on the, the table, he's like, this really isn't really my job. I'm uh, Not that I'm not into this, ma'am, uh, mm-hmm. but this isn't really our job. Usually we don't normally do this. We just needed to... Obviously. I'm sorry. Uh, should we let them out of the manacles? Uh, this is going terribly. Oh, God. She's going to be really frustrated when we when she shows up. Well, Ferris will get up off of him. And then she'll probably walk. And Lanny seems the most upset. So she'd walk over to Lanny and be like, y'all need to let us out. Make a persuasion check. Okay. Uh, 21. The man will get up off of the table and pull his veil back down and go over and just gesture. And you all feel that your manacles are undone. And he's like, this was not my idea. I just wanted to have like a fun chat with you all. But could you would you be willing to just answer any questions Um, or we can wait until she shows up and she can answer, ask questions. But, you know, how about you start answering our questions first? Uh, make an intimidation check. Ugh, I got a nine. He looks, he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. That's not really my place. I think it's a great idea. And then Miles will try to intimidate him too. He got an 18. Ooh, Ooh. He looks very scared and he goes over towards Hilrana and he says, you, you, you seemed like you were just wanting, you were willing to answer our questions. Maybe you can answer them. And then we don't have to have any kind of confrontation. And he looks over at Miles, frightened and over at Ferris, frightened, but also intrigued. <laughs> Ferris will wink at him. He, sh- he shivers a little bit. Just ask your questions and stop wasting my time. So you- you'll answer them. Wonderful. Here, and he'll pull out like a bench that was against the wall that was probably for some kind of activities. And he just gestures for you to sit down and 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 goes over and gets you like a glass of water. And is like, please, if you if, if anything you can answer would be wonderful. Um. So yes, the questions were, uh, why were you at the wedding? Where was I at the wedding? I don't even remember. Oh, my dad thought it'd be funny if I went. 
Okay, great, great. Um, and why were you on Lothariel Island? Um, looking to hook up with some hotties. Do, do you remember who invited you? What other hotties were there? Uh, <laughs> Can you tell us about the hotties? Who did invite me? Oh, it was Lady Julessa Spear who invited us. Okay. And uh, I don't know, you know... When I'm there hooking up with hotties, I don't need to know anybody's <laughs> life story or their name. I don't know. I don't even think I ended up hooking up with anybody in the end, but... He looks down at your chest very briefly and then looks back up as if he's like, sorry for looking at your boobs. Um, but he says, and so, and um, sorry, I didn't mean to, to look. That was very rude of me. But um, how did you how did you get that mark? Oh, uh, some ghost haunting in a cave do you know what this mark means no do you know what it means i would like to know i could probably give you that information i just gotta ask like one or two more questions cool, please cool. i'm so sorry yeah i have um, no idea okay great uh no idea that that checks out um do any of you, any of you guys have any idea why you have that on you well i'm assuming something happened at the wedding that was odd and then something happened on the island that was odd. I think it involves the goddess Lear. The thing that the, what we're trying to get at is why it was the four of you that were at that wedding and then had these marks placed upon you. Because were you sent by anyone to do these things? It's because we're hella awesome. Basically, she's right. We are hella awesome and we just happened to be at the right place at the wrong time. Huh. All right. That's good enough for me. Uh, please, I will go, I'll go get you all some some water. I don't have any clothes. I don't know where she put her, your clothes. And the halfling woman's like, I'll just I'll go get him to go get your clothes. Oh, that's okay. And then uh, as they're about to go behind the curtains, they part and a tall humanoid figure comes out. She doesn't have a veil over her head, but she has also red robes and a red mask. And she says, oh, Oh, why, why are they naked? What what have you been doing? Are you in charge here? Yes, I am. I am so sorry. This is absurd. I, I, I am. I greatly apologize. Get them their clothing. And the halfling woman goes and scurries off and as does the man. This is the worst sex dungeon I've ever been yeah, to. Poor management. I am happy. Honestly, I that was not the intent of why we had brought you here. If that is something you're interested in, I will be happy to fund any excursions you want to have Fantastic. in a sex dungeon in the future for your inconvenience. I give this two stars oh. and only because Ferris was here. <laughs> the <Elias> is, oh. <laughs> Where That's what's happening. Oh, oh, yeah. It kind of dawns on him now. Yeah, everything's adding up I'm so sorry this is incredibly unprofessional and weird I needed to have information about you all I had heard about the markings that you had on your chest and I'm sure I have many answers that you have questions about and perhaps we could have a chat and she gestures to some of the, the benches that are in the space if you guys want to sit down well Ferris tries to sit down but it stings a little bit <laughs> Oh, she's just gonna give me. a delicious little shiver. <laughs> Elias is actually gonna go to the wall of toys and start just like picking them up and like inspecting them okay. and maybe like, testing oh. a couple on himself. He's more interested in that at this point. Okay. He figures 
<laughs> okay, so Milis is checking out the wall of, of sex toys and BDSM equipment. Bears burst into spontaneous combustion. <laughs> <laughs> as, he, as he picks up like a paddle, you're like, oh, I can't oh, take it. She doesn't like, do try on a ball gag. Yes. <laughs> He's like, what does this do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not saying a word. She's not moving. She doesn't want to spook him. Okay, yeah, your friend is welcome to do that. No problem. You probably have figured this out by now from their clumsy interrogation, but we are followers of the goddess Lear, or at least what remains of her, and I'm incredibly embarrassed that this was your introduction to our group. Yeah, you guys need to work on that. I'm really sorry. You know, back in the day, we were known to be, like, really good at at this type of thing, but, you know, it's been centuries, and I guess we've we've gotten out of touch with things. But anyway, yeah, so we are followers of Lear, and we just wanted to ascertain that you were not followers of somebody who was trying to work against us. A lot of people try to find us and kill us, and that's not super great. But yeah, we I just wanted to ascertain that your story was accurate, and that what you went and said to Marvel was not just some fabrication to be able to infiltrate our order and murder us. And I'm, I'm incredibly apologetic that this is how my... Um, compatriots decided to go about trying to get information from you. Who's trying to murder you? Well, the goddess herself was murdered, and the followers of those who murdered her do not want any remnants of her left. Well, I think we're sort of de facto followers of her now, too. You would consider yourself that. I, I see that you are blessed by her, and she looks over at your, your marks. Oh, is that what this is? Yeah, what's up with these marks? Honestly, I, I don't know all the details. I, I have heard of before pe- people who were chosen of Lear or who had gone through special rituals were given her blessing, a way of being able to be connected to her divine power. And it's incredible to me that there was some kind of remnant of her power left. It, it, it indicates to me what I've been thinking all along, which is that she's not dead. Well, when we were on Lothario Island, we were possessed by spirits that forced us to visit a hidden temple underground. What? Yes. And while we were there, we got in through various means. We had to solve some puzzles. And each of us had a vision. I don't think our visions were quite the same. Interesting. And then when we awoke, we had these marks. But you have to understand that uh, Miles serves another deity. This is not something that he consented to or was looking for. Yeah. Could you actually remove this? I don't know how to. I'm I'm so sorry. I that's very upsetting that you have this mark on you and you do not wish it for I don't think that would be the goddess's intent. She was never one about bestowing something on someone without their consent, so the fact that this has happened is incredibly troubling. If she's still out there, she must be desperate, or you are victims of the machinations of other less benevolent deities. All I can say is that there are obvious machinations going on in various ways. What happened at the wedding with the challenge was, I'm still not sure what the intent was behind that. So I can I can answer that for you. That was my idea. I've known in my heart and I've had visions myself and I knew 
that she wasn't dead. And my followers and the other people that were remaining that follow her weren't beginning to not believe at all. And I needed a way to find if there was any trace of her power left in this world. And I saw my opportunity and I took it. But it's proof. And now looking at you, it's proof that she's not dead. Can I insight check her? Yeah, of course. Natural 20. Natural 20. Just kind of, I'm looking to see if she, this is, she's telling us what she actually believes to be true. Oh yeah, for sure. So this really was just a fishing expedition on her part. Yes. Okay. Uh, You get a sense of desperation from her. Yeah, that's. Like it was a, a last effort to try to find some proof that her worship had a purpose. So there are people who would wish to see an end to you and to others who follow or are devoted to Lear. Can you tell us who we should be looking out for? If you figured out we were bestowed with a blessing from Leah, then other people are going to know as well. That's a very fair point, and that's one of the reasons why we tried to bring you here as surreptitiously as possible. She was killed by the betrayer god her, her son attained. She and her husband, Gunvor, the god that you probably know now as the god of law and war, but of he's a very order-focused deity, whereas Lear was the goddess of passion and war and fighting, but in a more chaotic way. They were diametrically opposed in their desires for order and chaos, but they were partnered, and they were at war with each other for a very long time. And whether or not it was with Gunvor's consent, their son, Attain, trapped Lear under the pretense of brokering a peace between her and Gunvor. He trapped her and slayed her, and in the process, he became corrupted and became the betrayer god that we know now as the god of secrets and lies. He was once the god of knowledge, but he became corrupted that day, and his influence and his followers, as well as some of the followers of Gunvor, have searched out to try to destroy any remnants of Lear and her followers that may remain. So since uh, Etain is Ferris's deity... She is going to start shrinking into herself and backing <laughs> away from the group, hoping no one knows that information. Make a deception check for me, Ferris. And if anyone wants to make an insight check to see if they notice Ferris looking weird. 18. Oh, sorry, 17. I got a 19 insight. I got a 10. 10? Yeah, you don't notice it. You're still like, well, this was not sexy enough. Really, really upset still. You sound awfully worried about your own welfare and people finding you here, and yet you chose the royal family as the subject of your experiment. That doesn't seem very wise, and I wonder how you would feel if they were to find out about it. It was a risk that I was willing to take because I needed to know, and anything lesser than dealing with royalty and that scale I didn't think would have enough impact and the trials are never done for anybody but the royals all right you also lanny you could tell that there are some ferris was acting real squirrely yeah. after that i think if lanny catches ferris's eye hmm. ferris would kind of be freaking out a little bit and she'd go drama i don't need to hear anymore i'm ready to leave I don't want to hear any more. I don't want to hear another word out of your mouth. Let me out of here. Oh, um... I now! Mean, I have to go now. Let me out. If you would just if you would just stay for a moment, I, I, 
I, I need I need your help, please. I need your help. I need to know. We need to try to commune with her. You are are the ones that are blessed by her. We need you to help us get in touch with her and see if there's a way that we can bring her back. We can't do it without you, please. I will give you anything I can. Miles is going to go to Ferris because he's he hears how distressed she is, and he's going to try to escort her out. Okay. Do you need all four of us? It would be more potent that way, but I suppose that we can try without them if they're not willing. I I would give you anything within my power if you would aid us. She's looking over at Ferris and Miles. Ferris is going to grab Miles's arm and give it a little squeeze like and give him the I need to talk to you look. Yeah, he'll look at her and, and maybe pull her to a corner or just out or... There's like a little veiled area, isn't there? Here? Yeah, there's like a curtain separating part of the room. He'll take her there. So Ferris is going to lean in close to Milace. So hopefully she's not overheard. Milace, I am a devotee of Attain. It is not my choice, but I am. And I can't know. How these people can be harmed, Miles. I can't know because nothing I know is my own. Do you understand me? Oh. I know you know about how deities are. And if I know this, I will not be the only one who knows. I understand. I understand completely. We need to get you out of here. Yes. I can't hear any of this. I know. Oh, I need to be made to forget in a way that it can't be accessed. Hmm. I think for now, let's leave and let's let the others, let's go to like a spa or something, <laughs> have an us day, okay. and then the others can get the information and then we will figure it out together. Thank you, Miles. And she's going to go to hug him, but not in a creepy sexual way, because this is a really sweet friendship moment. So it'll be sort of a side hug where she's holding her boobs out so they don't brush up against him in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, he will accept it and like squeeze her hard and then just try to like comfort pat her on the back because he can I mean, she's very distressed. Ferris, as you come out of that embrace, you feel a hand creeping up on oh. your neck and a voice like as if it's right next to your ear saying Ferris this is such an interesting situation that you found yourself in you know it would be really great if you could just go ahead and, and do this and we can get all kinds of information together can I roll for fuck off <laughs> you can make I think like a willpower check with disadvantage <sighs> It's okay. got a high DC. I'm going to say like a 20, 23. Oh, uh, and I'm rolling with disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. He oh, he owns your shit, so it's going to be a rough one. Oh, to get. shit. That was a natural 20, though. What do you add to your roll, though? Um, what is willpower? Uh, it, oh, not willpower. Wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, she's such a ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> wisdom. Plus one to so yeah. be 21. I know it sucks because it is a nat 20, but yeah. Okay. Well, there's no you can't roll again. any lower. So I'm sorry. Damn it. I tried to save their stupid leer worshiping asses. And he, he knows he could, he feels, he feels you like doing everything in your power to resist because you feel like Mele is kind of bolstering you a little bit. But mm -hmm. 
that vice kind of grip on your back of your neck tightens and you feel almost like nails are digging into you. And he says, you will do what I tell you, Ferris. And you can't resist his his control over you. Would I? No, definitely not. But would in the moments, the seconds, the split seconds before he... He, <laughs> he shows what a real Dom knows how to do. Would I be able to convey a message to Melee eat through my eyes or say, through mouthing, make me forget? Absolutely, I would say yes, because you got a natural 20. Melee's probably could pick up on that with that. I won't even make Melee's roll. You get that vibe from, from her. You can't see anything, Melee's, but you can tell that she is incredibly panicked and needs your help. Oh, okay. I mean, I... Th- He's just going to try to get her, to physically get her out of the room entirely. Okay, Because yeah. that's the last thing she asked to do. And she, I mean, he can't see. Yeah, no, he can't see anything. Anything, no. right? Okay. Yeah, so he's going to try to escort her out. If you physically carry her out of there, like she can't make herself move. But if you pick her up and carry her, then you will be able to get her to leave. Because he's not yeah. physically there. So you're, he's not able to really control you at all. Yeah, I'll pick her up. Oh, it's like a bodyguard. Tell us how you pick her up. Yes, <laughs> do you princess carry her? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my god. Miles still nude carries Ferris. You cross um, <laughs> as you're going up the stairs. The people, well, the two people with the clothing, and they're like, "Oh, uh, you're heading out. Um, here's your stuff. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about this. This is really weird." And the whole time you hear Ferris, stop talking. You're, you're you hear your patron just cursing <laughs> at you and screaming at you, like just shrieks of rage, and saying how he's going to kill Miles and how he's going to kill everything you love if you don't do this. Miles does not stop walking but kind of like gives the the servants a look or whoever they are to like put the clothing on his shoulder or whatever but he's not stopping yeah and you were carried out like a back entrance of the brothel into some gardens where fortunately it's very very early morning it's completely dark outside so no one sees you as you emerge meanwhile what are Hilvrana and Lanny doing? I don't care what he's doing. Tell Chadley he needs to come down here right now. <laughs> the, I don't care if he's winning. Your your squirrel, yes. He's he's on a he's on a streak, a winning streak. He refused to come down. I thought maybe he would help help with the discussion, but no, he he says absolutely not. He will not be disturbed. Squirrel, he's gonna be in, we're gonna have some words. They <laughs> gotta get to him before he starts losing, because this always happens. Does does he have a mark on him? He does. What? Yes. That's adorable. Fascinating. I know your friends aren't willing to aid us, but like I said, if you could, if it's not anything that would hurt you, I just need to try to figure out. We don't have to do it now if you want to go home and think about it, but I would love to try to use you here as a way to commune with Lear and see absolutely for sure if there's any way that we can get in touch with her and see if there's anything we could do to bring her back. The world is empty without her presence. I'll do it on two conditions. The first is that you all need to figure out how to remove the mark that's on Miles. I will f- do anything in my power to find that information, and I understand. And the the, the second is that I want free private <laughs> lessons with Aquaria, but I but she must be compensated as I would have compensated her. Absolutely, of course, yes. 
We All right, I'll do, do it that. <laughs> You're like, I don't care about you. Like, smart. I just want to scream. So probably me right now. <laughs> would you? Would you be willing to do it? Hello. Yes, of course. I've got nothing else going on at the moment. But you need to get that yes. squirrel down here before he loses all of his money, because it's going to happen. Oh, and, then so he, your and then he's going to start drinking, and it's going to be this whole thing. <laughs> so your your condition is we go get the squirrel yes. to be here for the, the communing. Uh, do we want to do it now, or do you need some time to... No, it's fine. It's better to get him, stop him before he gets going too long. Well, you go get the squirrel, she and says. I'm to already the, the here he- and naked. The halfling woman uh, goes up, goes back up. She just came down with all your clothes, and she's like, "Oh, God damn it!" And then goes stomps back up the stairs. Lainey gives her the stink eye. Get, <laughs> she just sighs. About five minutes later, you hear coming down the st- the hallway, <laughs> like chittering, and the woman going, "No, stop, stop clawing me! What's wrong with you?" And um, Chadley is biting, and then you see as she comes into the room, she's holding Chadley, and then Chadley bites into her and scurries away and then scurries up at you, Hilvrana, <laughs> and just looks at you really angrily and starts chirping and barking at you in a very angry squirrel tone. I know you were on a winning streak, Chadley, but you know how it goes. You can never quit while you're ahead. It's for your own good. Plus, we've got work to do now. He turns his shoulder away from you and just crosses his little squirrel arms. <laughs> Oh, Chadley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess the squirrel can be part of the communion that might help one more person or creature blessed. So she will bring the other two people in and have you all st- you stand in a circle and she's going to light these braziers of incense in the space that have this sickly sweet smoke coming out of them. And she starts to chant and she asks you all to repeat this after her. She says, Goddess of desire, hear the call of our hearts burning brightly. Goddess of desire, hear the call of our hearts burning brightly. Goddess of war, feel the blood flowing through our veins, ready for the battles ahead. Goddess of war, feel the blood flowing through our veins, ready for the battles ahead. Goddess of passion, know what power lies within our dreams. Goddess of passion, know what power lies within our dreams. The other two people come over, anoint Chadley, Hilvrana, and Lanaver with a little bit of this scented oil on their forehead, on their wrists, and then on their chest where the marking is. The brazier smoke turns thick and red, filling the entire room and choking you as it fills your lungs. You feel your hearts beat faster and the thrum of the blood coursing through you, your mind on fire. The smoke coalesces in the center of the room into the shape of a woman. Whispering in your mind, you hear the smoke figure begin to speak. I hear your calls, but I cannot wake. I feel your hearts, yet I cannot find mine. Unlock the desires of this world and set me free. No, no, they found you. Run! The red smoke turns black and the woman's figure coalesces into an ickery, dark creature who lets out a mind-piercing shriek. <laughs> 